Hi, I'm Rajiv. Hi, I'm Venkat. And this is Dharmology. Hello, Venkat. Hello, Rajiv. You are a Hindu, I'm a Hindu. We both know this. We own our identities. But there's not a day that goes by where I run into a Hindu who is shy to own his identity, who is actively in the interest of blending into the mainstream American society, hiding who he or she is. What do you think is going on? So one category of people that uh, are not identifying as Hindus could be uh, doing so because they're not able to explain what Hinduism is in a clear and concise fashion. And therefore, they prefer not to identify explicitly so that they can avoid having to give such an explanation. Mm. Another category could be a group of people that um, you know, are, are focused on material aspects of life and therefore uh, do not have a need at the present time for um, philosophy or spiritual practice and therefore do, just are not bothered by it. Mm-hmm. Could it be that folks are trying to blend in well in the so-called high societies or Western societies, and therefore, having been colonized in the past, being told for ages that you are an inferior bunch of people, are Hindus still carrying or have an hangover of that inferiority complex? That certainly could could be an explanation. Yes. I mean, um, for instance, many Hindus might be apprehensive to identify because they don't have, they don't want to have to get into a discussion about topics like um, caste or um, explain why the cow is revered um, in, in Hinduism or why, why it's held in a higher esteem. Uh, subjects like that, they are apprehensive to engage on. Therefore, they, they just avoid the issues by basically not identifying themselves as Hindus. And it may very well be that having been, even in this day and age, with so much information floating around us, and means available to us, when Hindus are almost on a daily basis labeled as cow urine drinkers and um, and many other such slurs are inflicted on them or thrown their way, that people have this anxiety and are totally wanting to stay clear of being labeled as such, as backward Hindus, so to say. Do you, do you think that is there's some legs to that? Yes, I think I think there's definitely uh, that that could also be a, a very valid reason, and um, I think you're familiar with some of the articles that were written uh, just after the Article 370 removal in India, where uh, quite a few articles made or not quite a few, but there was a, a 
couple of articles that made reference to exactly what you talked about. And those articles were written by, um, you know, Hindu Americans. Mm. Mm. Another strain of Hindus that I run into are the so-called, well, I shouldn't say so-called. Another strain of Hindus I run into are the ones who often under the garb of secularism and rationalism somehow compare and contrast it or those concepts to Hinduism and choose to downplay their Hindu identity because they're not able to put together, they're not able to compare Hinduism to secularism and Western rationalism and find the latter to be more applicable, more progressive as opposed to Hinduism. Why do you think that is? I think it's probably because they have um, not engaged in a deep study of either science or Hinduism, and therefore prefer, they, they make a, a choice uh, or they choose to side with rationalism, science, but not based on a deep understanding, but simply based on the fact that that's the safer choice to make, the less controversial choice. Mm-hmm. And therefore, th- they choose to go in that direction. Um, I think that that, that is why. Um, I, I have a, a, a question for, for you in this area. What is your view on people who identify as Hindus but um, do, do not actively participate in defending their heritage, even though they're very proud about it? I think what is going on is that not having formally dealt with the culture and the scholarship of Hinduism as maybe the Abrahamic faiths do, Hindus lack the vocabulary, the constructs to actively engage in conversations around the culture and concepts of Hinduism. And not having those underpinnings, not having those foundations, renders them unsure and fearful and inefficient at being able to do so. And with the pressure of time, the pressure of society, the and many other complex factors, they would rather choose not to even delve into those topics of discussion, but practice their practices or beliefs or faith in private. And over time, justify and rationalize that as, you know, with cliches such as, my faith is personal to me and this is not a public matter. And it's, it's a convenient escape out of an inability to explain to others who they really are because they have never formally learned it themselves.
there's another category of people that are more worrying. They're not the one the, they are the um, group of people who, who do not identify as Hindus or um, identify as progressive Hindus that then go on to um, uh, challenge and um, criticize certain ha- aspects of Hinduism um, that have been, uh, you know, or, or they, they go on to criticize Hinduism or they, they um, promote false portrayals of Hinduism. Uh, and they, and they're, they're active. They're very active in doing this. What, what do you view? Uh, can you explain that phenomenon and also talk about what impact that has on the population of Hindus who identify as Hindus and are proud of their heritage, what kind of an impact does it have on them um, and the community as a whole? I think even within that group of people, there is there is a divide. There is two segments. One is folks who are actively trying to blend in into a society where they know they are a minority, and therefore the only way they see themselves as being able to blend in is to become the majority or adhere to the views of the majority or at least have an optics that I am not that backward, dark-skinned Hindu that you know or, 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 or believe that we are. I'm one of you. I'm, I'm a progressive. I'm an English-speaking, beef-eating, agnostic person that you want me to be. I want to be successful in your system. So there definitely is that category of Hindus. The other category of Hindus that are actively denying their identity and staying away or keeping a distance are the ones who have not looked at the culture of India, the culture of Hindus, the scholarship, do not quite identify the waves of evolution that Hinduism has gone through from Vedic times to Vedant to Bhakti to how Hinduism formed and reformed and evolved during the time of other movements like Buddhism and and Sikhism emerging, and then with invasion from outside, both uh, from Islamic cultures as well as uh, Christian cultures. And therefore, what they have left with them is a, a, a construct, a set of vocabulary to understand their own identity through the lens of these imperial powers, such as the British. And by design, that identity that was imposed upon the Indians by the British was meant to subjugate. It's not a matter of pride for any Hindu, but because these people do not have an original understanding of Hinduism, they do not want to get associated with any of that colonizers model of who a Hindu is. So to your question, there definitely are people who are actively avoiding themselves to identify themselves as Hindus. But those reasons could be 
there are genuine reasons. They are trying to make something happen to them personally. They are trying to be successful. And sometimes they are genuinely handicapped. If we look at America as a land of immigrants, pretty much anybody who is around here today has been an immigrant from some other part of the world. Mostly, they have national identities such as they could be Germans or they could be Polish or they could be Italians. In some cases here and there, it may be based on religious identities such as uh, the Jewish uh, Americans. Or in case of Christians, it could be the Catholics versus other denominations of Christianity. The point is that any of these groups, when they have landed in America, have faced discrimination, have gone through tough times, had to find ways to assimilate in the society, had to fight for their rights. And it is after many, many, many years, sometimes as long as a century, where they finally now are at a point where they are not openly discriminated against. The point is that in Hindus not identifying themselves as Hindus, not asserting who they are, their identity, not being proud of it, are actually self-marginalizing themselves. And this is a bigger threat to Hindus because in case of Hindus, not only are they mostly immigrants, not only do they come from a part of the world which has constantly been preyed upon, but in this case, Hindus also have a significant difference in their belief system and faith, which makes them stand out. And if we look at the social aspects, they are comparatively quite well off. So there's one other thing that is not in their favor in terms of the, in terms of the optics, which is it's one of the richest um, demographic groups. And sometimes uh, it's only a matter of time before, you know, the tides turn on, on, on the well-to-do segments of, of, of population. So the point is that in not identifying yourselves or ourselves as Hindus, we are self-marginalizing ourselves into a minority group, and, and that doesn't bode well for us. Yeah, what, what you said uh, reminded me of what happened to Hindus in Uganda, mm-hmm. right? And I don't, I'm not sure if lack of cohesion was a cause, but it certainly could have been a factor. But, you know, um, Hindus should understand and not create a similar situation in the West for themselves or here in America. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now let's let's switch, um, uh, you know, w- w- direction a little to say what 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 things can be done to um, get some of these Hindus that fail to identify themselves as Hindus or not willing to um, to to change their mind. You know, what what how can they be um, how can we um, instigate um, some deep thought in them where, where they, they have an interest in trying to read and understand about their heritage to see if there's something valid there for them 
Uh, yeah, I think before we go to figure out or talk about what might be the solution to this problem, uh, I want to kind of highlight another aspect of why not identifying yourselves as Hindu or not taking pride in asserting who you are, um, obviously as proud Americans, but also as proud Hindu Americans. Why might that be a problem? It's not just us and our generation that we are talking about over here. What we are also talking about here is our future generations, our kids. And in us not creating that platform of identity for our kids will only drift the future generations of Hindu Americans towards more self-marginalization, towards a crisis of identity, towards being not as well assimilated as we hope that they actually end up becoming. It is, to a certain degree, the onus is on us to create that awareness about Hinduism, to create that space for Hinduism, to engage Hindus in the political process of the United States for our future generations. And us not doing that for our kids is, is short-selling, basically. We're short we're shortchanging our future generations, not doing this foundational work for them, not giving them this platform of acceptance and respect in mainstream American society, right? It will, we are not addressing the issues of, that already exist today, issues such as Hindu phobia. So we are, inheriting, we are passing on the inheritance of bad trends such as Hindu phobia to our future generations. And to me, it is very important that we just do not think of financial security for our future generation, but we also think of acceptance and social acceptance and social security, not social security as in that government program, but social security of being secure um, in, in America. So, so that said, what is the solution to a problem like this? I think, I think first and foremost, we should realize that our, 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 we have to understand that We have to be able to teach our kids that it is the, the world as it exists today, be it in the United States, be it in India, or in general the larger world, is a world of interdependence. So point I guess I'm trying to make is, is that we have to take account of our position, of our place in the society. Hindu Americans are a wealthy denomination wealthy demographic in this country. We are producing value and adding value to this country. It is only time that we make people aware of who we are, assert our rights, ask for an equal footing, be proud of who we are. So that is one of the things we have to do ourselves, which is have confidence in who we are, understand where we fit in this ecosystem, 
and have the self-respect for ourselves to be to be considered to be what we want others to consider us to be now that said there are very concrete things that i think we should be doing and i would like to hear more from you about that but for example there are groups such as hindu american foundation there are institutions such as hindu university of america these are very important institutions for us to fund and support because that is these are the institutions that take care of our human rights that create awareness about who we are that create the narrative of success that we want to be associated with us that educate future generations and the world around us in america as to who hindus really are what their lineage and heritage is what their culture is so we should i think as hindus actively invest in those institutions and grow more such institutions but also i think we can do stuff such as have hindu or promote more hindu stand up comedians you know stand up comedy stand up comedy is a very american way and not the kind who make fun of hindus or peddle misconceptions about hindus hinduism and hindus but the kind who through comedy make people aware around the world of what hindus are who hindus are you know i'm the name that comes to me is 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 rajiv satyal clean comedy proud hindu comedian owns his identity and in a positive manner talks about through humor his punjabi background his gujarati background his the stereotypes associated with hinduism and educates the world so i think those are some of the models we can we can leverage more but i'm curious to hear what 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 you think is the solution to this problem yeah i i agree with uh what you said i mean i think the uh, support of um institutions such as the hindu american foundation and hindu university of america is critical um i think the hindu uh, american foundation is um been around for a long time and is a very um well run and um uh institution with sound credibility and the hindu university of america is also um you know a very credible and very important institution um it it is critical to educating hindus so that we can have more insider to insider communication about hinduism and india um and i think that i i really hope that as the hindu university of america um grows and and is able to expand its offerings that more and more hindu americans will take courses uh, from the hindu university of america whether they do it on a um continuing education basis or uh, in a ser- engage in a serious study so that they can um learn more about hinduism and and communicate their learnings to 
other Hindus who, who are not aware of things and to outsiders, right? So I, th- I think that's critical. Mm-hmm. To your question about what we can do, uh, I want to take a second take on that and on that answer. I think what we can do is solve this problem through institutions. And by that, I mean setting up new institutions, promoting and supporting new institutions or institutions that already exist. We can solve this problem or address this problem through being more active in media, mainstream media, um, through more authorship of editorials and things like that. But the simplest thing we can do is, is become good ambassadors and active ambassadors of our own identity. And what I mean by that is own up, own who we are, own our identity, be proud. Anytime you see a bad narrative about Hindus or Hinduism out there being peddled, anytime you see Hindu phobia or Hindu phobic thoughts out there, you know, gently, politely articulating opinions on public forums, social media. These are some of the very simple things we can do. But the most important thing, in addition to supporting institutions such as Hindu American Foundation and Hindu University of America that safeguard, safeguard our rights and, and, and civil rights and educate people about Hinduism, the best thing we can do is get educated ourselves find time to discover who we are, learn about our heritage, learn more about our scholarship or Hindu scholarship, and then pass that on to our kids, start making them proud of who we are. And that is the best remedy in my mind at this point. First and foremost, we have to make this idea of negative chauvinism, as I call it, we have to become, we have to part ways with this negative chauvinism about Hinduism, right? The best we can do is, of course, clarify doubts about Hinduism, become proud Hindus, but the least we can do is not to devalue Hinduism, but consider ourselves at equal footing with the rest of the faiths in America. One of the biggest misconceptions I see in Hindus is this idea of sensitivity, where they think that others will perceive the differences between them and Hindus with much more sensitivity than what they actually do. So when a Hindu is sitting at a dinner table with the rest of the non-Hindus and orders a beef dish just to be able to blend in and not be considered a vegetarian, which is probably in his or her mind not quite as cool as the rest, you are probably being oversensitive to the differences that exist between you and the rest of mainstream America. 
others are actually more interested in those differences and want to know more about you as a Hindu. So be proud of it, take that opportunity, and, and tell people why your way is the way in your mind, why you stick to it. Yeah, to, to add to what you're saying, in fact, what people fail to recognize is, you know, others may appreciate the fact that you take a principled stand on something. You know, if, if you articulate that you're a vegetarian and, um, you know, that, that your uh, ancestors have been vegetarians for thousands of years and you, you know, value that um, being vegetarian and that you have valid philosophical reasons for being so, for, for, for being a vegetarian, um, they might actually, um, you know, acknowledge and, and appreciate the fact that you have the willpower to stick to your principles and what you believe in. So can you summarize what, what, how you view this invisible Hindu problem and um, why it's important that, uh, you know, for people to identify as Hindus or, um, and, and you know, for, for the Hindu, um, for there to be some cohesion in the community? In my mind, to me, this is a very straightforward situation we are in. Why would we want to self-marginalize ourselves? Why would we not want to be on an equal footing with the rest of the United States? Why would, in the light of anti-Semitism and racism and all the problems about acceptance, why would we want to not address these challenges that are it's only a matter of time that are about to hit us? It is in our interest that our future generations do not face problems that the Jewish Americans are facing, that black Americans are facing. And for that reason, it's an imperative that we own our identity, we take pride in who we are, and we actively work to equip our future generations so that they are on equal footing with the rest of the United States. All right, Venkat, thank you very much. This was uh, very enlightening. The challenge is uh, formidable in front of us, but I hope our listeners understand why it is important for us to be proud of who we are and actively participate in building a better future for our kids. Thank you very much, and I'll talk to you again soon. Sure. Thank you. Thank you.